Bonus episode, The Last Jedi Trailer, number two. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat. But it's all been done before. We don't want to be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps. Dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good it, toss it, good it, Do we love it? Hey, let's fix it, can't erase it, let's embrace it. Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over, counterculture, pushover. Pop culture. Leftovers. And the uncool kids. What's his name's already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. Hey, welcome to a bonus episode of Pop Culture Leftovers. We are going to be talking about uh, Trailer 2 that dropped for Star Wars The Last Jedi. I am joined, of course, by Jake. Yes, I'm super excited. And a motherfucking Jedi, Dan West. Dude, I got to play your bumper and I don't even have it ready to go. <laughs> you don't have to play it. No, it's got to be done. It's got to be done. It's, it's, it's a beautiful bumper and it's Star Wars related. And uh, I'm going to play it right now. Here we go. Mr. Dan West. Straight out of England and into your ear pussies. He's a motherfucking Jedi. It's Dan West. All right. Perfect. All right. Now I feel better. That helped with my OCD. So, uh, guys, I, I I don't know about you guys, but um, I, I, Jake, the tickets were purchased before I had even seen the trailer. I hadn't even seen the trailer yet, Jake. Like I was working late last night, and I know I, I heard that it dropped on Twitter. Maybe StarWars.com dropped it first before they actually played it on Monday Night Football. I heard it like was dropped early, like five ten minutes early before it was even shown on Monday Night Football. Yeah, I was getting ready to ask. I, I didn't get to watch it live by any means either. Dan, did you get to watch this like right when it broke? No, not at all, man. Don't don't get Monday Night Football over here. And I think I was probably asleep when it actually dropped. So I had to wake up early this morning, getting ready for work, and I just had it on repeat on my TV just before I went out. Yeah, yeah. And I was um, I was fighting for tickets the whole time. Basically, as soon as I think Twitter did break it early, like Brian said, yeah, the tickets were on sale, and I was dealing with the stupid AMC app for AMC. Like an hour while I was trying to work. I just want to say. Fuck AMC. Like, really. Like, hard. Like, last year, it was Carmike, and Carmike had Carmike Theater, before they got bought out by AMC, had a 7 o'clock showing in the IMAX. Uh, IMAX upcharge ticket, that's fine, I'll pay the extra money. But basically, when it came down to AMC now taking over Carmike, Jake, this 6 o'clock early showing, and then nothing at 7, and then the next showing at 9.15, but you gotta pay... What is it? Thirty bucks to, for the six yeah. o'clock showing. Thirty bucks plus the fees and taxes for right. the first showing that comes with an exclusive trading card and a uh, complimentary popcorn, I believe. Right. I mean, I was just outraged by the whole thing. Yeah. Thirty thirty bucks. I just wanted to see the first showing of the movie, but even I could not uh, do that. This, this so. I know it's ridiculous. It better be forced popcorn. I mean, it's got. You know what I mean. It's, <laughs> it's got to float around in the air when you're trying to eat it. I, I don't know. Fucking, like, like on uh, Luke, better have fucking made this popcorn himself on that moisture farm <laughs> for me to spend, you know, 30 bucks for a ticket. You're, you're basically paying to watch it three hours early, popcorn, and a trading card. 
ridiculous. It really hurts me. It really hurts me because, like, probably the last, like, what, five Star Wars movies I've seen at the first showing possible at the nicest theater in town. Yes. And it's like part of my soul feels like, well, I'm not as big of a Star Wars fan if I'm not willing to pay the 30 bucks and see this stupid fucking bullshit. But I just just couldn't do it. No. Fuck it. I feel like those those are the idiot Star Wars fans. No, I mean, we need to to get on Twitter (laughs) and let AMC know that this is just a it's it's robbery is what it is. Oh, agreed. Most definitely. So at least if it was a poster. Like a limited edition poster, yeah. Mm. Like then we were talking some value, and I, I honestly would like be like, oh damn, a limited like a theatrical size movie poster. Yes, yeah. Here's a your limited run. Here's your Star Wars: The Last Jedi Mondo poster. You know, one but of those Mondo. It feels posters. like they're slapping their dick in my face with a trading card. A trading card and some popcorn. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, for more than half the price because our tickets were like twelve fifty. Plus tax. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. And I'm sorry. You know, yeah, I know. I know you didn't tune in to hear us <laughs> bitch about it. But that, you know what? I don't know. So I'm sorry. It, it, I think that something's got to change, man. They they can't do this now. I, I'm not looking forward to next year. You know, having to like budget if I want to go see it at six o'clock. Be like, okay, I got my thirty bucks ready to go to get my popcorn and my trading card. You know. So oh, exactly. Yeah, I, I I wanted to bitch about this too. So I'm glad we are. Yeah, we were talking trying to get the tickets. Like we needed five tickets or yeah. six tickets. It would have been like 150, 180 bucks. Yep, yep, that's exactly what it would have been. And it, you know, I was getting them on Fandango because that Fandango app works really good for me. But then they, they, you know, and nothing against Fandango. I mean, I think it's a good site, but they do have a reserved fee that they tack onto each ticket, and it's like a two dollar fee. So like your twelve dollar tickets then go up to like fourteen. I've ha- I've paid like eighteen bucks for IMAX tickets before. And I mean it's worth it because I've been able to like reserve the seating right there from the app. But I mean this is th- when you're asking for thirty bucks per ticket, it's ridiculous. Yeah, insane. So and they're doing the same practice for uh, Thor Thor Ragnarok too. Oh see I'm I'm I, I bought my ticket from a completely different theater um in uh Savoy and I I'm getting to see it at I think seven or seven fifteen for like the sixteen dollar charge. So Yeah, there you go. Don't go to AMC for the big event movies. This is an AMC theater. I don't know if if this is an AMC theater that I'm going to. Oh wow. Yeah. So I I don't know. There is a six o'clock though. Oh okay, see yeah it wasn't available on but they did they had a seven. I mean that's the that the Star Wars: The Last Jedi doesn't even have a seven; it just goes straight to nine fifteen for the next IMAX showing. Yeah, that's true. And the your theater might not have two IMAXs. Well, this theater doesn't have two IMAXs either. So, um, I guess it just depends on each AMC location what they want to do. Well, yeah, I, I I'm definitely going to take the Twitter. Am I echoing? No, you're fine. Yeah, you are on the, on the Skype. You are. I'm not hearing okay. an echo. Let's pause. All right. Technical difficulties are taken care of. Uh, let's see here, guys. Let's actually just jump. We, six minutes we bitched about AMC, which I have no problem <laughs> about doing because it's it's ridiculous. It's highway robbery AMC. Um, yeah, fuck that shit. 30 yeah. bucks. Go shove that shit up your ass. Yeah. With your <laughs> card. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's see here. Let's talk about this trailer. But the, the first question I, I want to kind of like pose to you is, I mean, I don't know. I don't, we don't. Hate, we don't even have to rate it. That's ridiculous. We all loved it, right? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was okay. great. Fair enough. All right. I want to know what the biggest surprise, and I asked you guys this earlier to have your answers ready if you, if you know what you, what you have, but the biggest surprise, the biggest shock for you going, uh, coming out of this trailer after you've seen it, like what was that moment, that ah moment, that oh my God moment, um, in the trailer for you? Jake, I'm going to start with you. I mean, for me, it was the, it was the very last reveal, the very last thing they showed. I mean, there was a couple moments in there where I was like, wow, but, that was the moment where the first time I saw it, I was, I, I went outside at work and stood outside so I could get good Wi-Fi and watched it. And I was jumping up and down at the, what they were showing at the end without really having a chance to examine this stuff yet, as right. I'm sure we'll talk about. But yeah, yeah the, yeah. the Ray Kylo stuff and the, uh, seeming alliance going on there hmm. on first viewing really, really just made my head explode. Yeah. Dan. Oh, it would be, well, there's two bits for me. One of them was seeing Finn and Phasma, like, dueling. That was just like, fuck, that was my fuck moment. Yeah. That looked fucking incredible. But the thing that really intrigued me was, um, is Ray being, she looks like she's being levitated and essentially tortured in what I can only assume is Snoke's, like, throne room. Or something that looked really, really fucked up, and that was like a a bad like whoa moment. That yeah. looked that looked brutal. So yeah, that's I just poof. man, it just blew my fucking mind. This trailer, I absolutely loved it from start to finish. Oh my god, I don't know if that was his. And I'm not trying to nitpick, but I don't know if that was his throne room. Like from what we've seen, I, I believe of his throne room, it looks like it has like it's a red kind of like room. Okay. And, so I don't know if it's like remember I don't know if it's like another room on the Mega Destroyer that they take her to or I don't know if it, I I don't know it we'll find out but anyway um for me <laughs> uh just kind of like analyzing the trailer after I had like a you know a couple times to like watch it the fact that it looks like Ray actually ends up on crate so I'm kind of blown away by that I I thought Ray was basically going to be and we'll get into it and i'll get into why i believe she's on crate but um i'm kind of blown away by that that and 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 all the people that are going to be on crate it's it's blowing my fucking mind i thought that the crate battle the battle of crate that uh the red planet with the salt i thought it was just going to be like finn poe and maybe you know it looks like it's a third act it looks like yeah, it's it looks in, like it's almost bookending almost too possibly it looks like it's in the third act of the film and that it's – and everybody's there almost. You know, it looks like everyone's there. Leia's there. Everyone's there. It's insane. So yeah. – um, Kylo's there with stormtroopers. Yeah, Kylo's there. He's on the ground. It's crazy. So let's jump into this trailer and kind of break it down and try to make some sense of it. Um, the trailer starts with a quote from Supreme Leader Snoke, and he says, When I found you, I saw raw, untamed power, and beyond that, something truly special – um, the trailer's cut to make you think that he's talking to Kylo Ren, and he very well could be, but there's a big chance that he's actually talking to Rey here from what we mm-hmm. see at the end of the trailer. Because, you know, we know, I mean, we don't know if he's even talking to her out loud. It could be in her head because we know for a fact that in the novelization of the original Force Awakens film that he talks to Ray in her head while she's battling Kylo Ren on Starkiller Base. And she's actually called Raw again in this trailer. Um, 
Hmm, that's interesting. By Luke Skywalker. Yeah, I definitely think there's misdirection on who Snoke was talking to at the beginning of this. Well, I, I was really thinking possibly Ray too. Yeah, we don't know if, if – honestly, we don't know if Luke is talking about – well, he's talking about – he's definitely talking about Ray, but he's also probably talking about Kylo when he says – because later on in the trailer, you see – you hear Luke say, I've seen this raw strength only once before. It didn't scare me enough then. It does now. He's talking about Kylo, and he's also talking about Rey. So, I mean, at the beginning, when we hear this voiceover from Snoke, it could be he he's either talking to Kylo, or again, he's either he's talking to Rey. So, I, I, I'm kind of leaning towards the misdirection, a lot of misdirection in this trailer, and I'm kind of mm-hmm. thinking he's talking to Rey is is my belief what do you think dan yeah i agree dude and even when we see the edits of like kylo shot the kylo shots coming mm-hmm. in over that bit of speech the last shot that you see it it comes up with ray like um like igniting the lightsaber yeah. so it, it's like yeah you sort of think oh yeah he's they're trying to make you think he's talking about kylo but i really think he is talking about ray that's uh there's so much misdirection in this yeah, as well, is. which is one of the reasons I love it so much. It's 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 awesome. Yeah, I yeah mean, it's such it, a great trailer. Ryan Johnson is a genius the way he put this together. Yeah, and uh, it kind of annoys me that he went on Twitter and made that statement that he made about how if you want to see the movie clean, you shouldn't watch the trailer. I got to imagine the people at Disney didn't take too kindly to that tweet, right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't know why he would uh, tell people not to watch the trailer. That's uh, that's pretty crazy, mm-hmm. to be honest. That's kind of the whole point of it is to get people get bums in seats. Yeah, it was just a really weird social media move by him, especially when you once you saw the trailer, how there was so much fun misdirection, what the fuck's going on, kind of shit going on here, you know. Then like, did, oh, yeah. I don't know. did he yeah. cut the trailer then? I mean, is that, I mean, if he's not wanting you to see it, did he, was he the one that cut it or was he kind of like, well, I don't want, like, that's something I didn't want in the trailer and they're, they're doing it anyway. Like we've heard many directors come out, like, you know, especially like the director, uh, Alan Taylor, who did, you know, Terminator Genesis, when we find out that John Connor turns evil in the trailer before the movie even comes out, he's really upset by that and, you know what? There was another movie recently where there was like a big reveal in the trailer, and I believe the director you, was upset. You might be right about that. Like Star Wars may have its own uh, trailer editing team, but right. I, I think I remember JJ being pretty heavily involved in what they were showing in those first couple trailers. Yeah, it might be I true. Know, it just, it's just one of those things where I—it's hard for me to believe that you know Gareth Edwards was had a big played a big hand in like those first rogue one trailers coming out, especially with all the reshoots. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a very great counterpoint. Yeah. I mean, you got to imagine he had very little to do <laughs> yeah. with anything by the time we got to like the final. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I, another thing that I want to take away from this quote is when Snoke says, when I found you and it's like, you can try to say, Oh, he's, he's talking about, Ray, when the Force awakens, that's when, you know, Kylo, have you felt the awakening in the Force? And, like, that's when he finds Ray. Um, he also found Kylo. So it's, it could go either way. We don't know. You know, we don't know when he found Kylo. Um, uh, they, you know, we don't know when he actually found Ray. It could have been when the Force awoke. But, I mean, she's also been hidden on Jakku. He might know about this girl long before the Force was awakened within her. Yeah, that was a takeaway I really liked myself, Brian. 
is that we're getting dialogue here that's even <laughs> further explaining the last movie's title. Yeah. In a way. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. A lot of people so had I, questions about that. What's that mean? What's the Force Awakening? And we found out that it was actually, you know, the Awakening, it, it, it can be Rey, it can be Kylo. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot of things. So I think even this trailer almost solidifies that answer a little bit more with the dialogue going on there. Yeah, yeah. and there, there's definitely a connection between Ray and Kylo. And it's if you go to StarWars.com, uh, let's see if I have that photo. I, I think I took a snapshot of this. Yeah, I did. Uh, if you go to StarWars.com, it says here, Snoke warned Kylo that there had been an awakening in the Force, and his apprentice would face a test when he confronted his father, Kylo swore his loyalties were only to Snoke, but he was intrigued when he captured Rey, a Jakku scavenger whose force abilities were raw but very powerful. A mysterious connection seemed to link the two. Ooh. That's from StarWars.com. These characters are linked, whether it be by lineage, whether it be, you know, he's Skywalker, she's Kenobi, or, or the mysterious presence is Snoke himself. Some people are saying, like, Ray is, she's a product of Snoke. She's related to Snoke. We know Snoke is not human. So I don't see that being the case. Yeah. I've been seeing a lot of the Emperor buzz too since this trailer debuted. A lot more of that going around. Yeah. Yeah. People are, that's, that's another thing people are saying. Yeah. So it's all pretty wild. I definitely, this trailer definitely didn't answer that question yet. No, no, not at all. So good. during, oh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's that, Dan? Okay. I said good. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Uh, so during the Snoke dialogue, we also got some scenes that were cut in here. Uh, we see, uh, we get a scene uh, of Kylo Ren on the Supremacy. And uh, that's Snoke's Mega Destroyer. And he's watching out of this kind of like hangar where they're building ATATs and I think maybe ATSTs and then uh, the new ATM-6s are being built as well, the Gorilla Walkers. They're being constructed, and that's probably for the upcoming battle on Crate, which we actually get in the next shot. We see fully operational Gorilla Walkers on Crate, which is the red planet with the salt layer, the layer of salt that we saw mm -hmm. in the first trailer. Um, we get we saw Gorilla Walkers in the first trailer, but they were in like that faraway shot. So yeah, this is a really better look at the Walkers, and they're oh, super yeah. cool. Like I like the artistic design of how much thicker they made the legs. Yeah. So they're not little like flimsy ostrich leg things anymore. They're like, okay, we, we saw what you did last time. Well, the purpose is totally to not have them use those cables to trip them up. Yeah, exactly. So thicker and stronger, better support. They so might be able to move up on their hind legs. They, I mean, it also looked like there were some like ridges on there. They might actually have like blades that cut them off too. For all we know, I don't know. I don't, but there is a purpose for that look, and that is so that the cables can't trip them up. So um, that's awesome. Did you, you notice that, like the the front legs as well? They they look like well, you guys said it. They look like the like gorilla arms, yes. don't they? They kind of like walk on their wrists. Right. I can imagine one of them like using one of those legs if it's articulated well enough to swat one of the uh one of the rebel um vehicles like out of the air or something like maybe they can use the front legs as as like weapons to like grab shit it, oh god that'd be a great it's, visual that'd be so cool man yeah just, like swatting things out of the sky and I'm like just, crushing them under the ground i'm just so used to like the uh adats like basically moving so slow 
that yeah exactly that that if that did happen it would be an oh shit moment you know <laughs> precisely <laughs> yeah i wouldn't be against it either i'd be like oh my god whoa i think we'd all cheer <laughs> even <laughs> even even though they're fucking up the resistance i'd just be like oh my god yeah so did you um, guys notice that uh it looked like kylo's old ship was yes, shot as yes, well yes yes the kylo ren's i was just getting to that uh kylo ren's command shuttle is in that shot and it, it could be another ship that looks like it, but it very well could be Kylo Ren's shot. Because, but I, I think it's Kylo Ren because we get the overhead shot of Kylo Ren leading a group of stormtroopers through the caves of Crate. So we know it's Crate because like the round is the ground is red in that shot. So and we've seen like later on you see um, the uh, the Millennium Falcon. Like flying through the caves of Crate, and so yeah, and it looks like that shot with Kylo and the stormtroopers looks very much like it's on Crate as well. Right? That's what I'm saying. That's what I just said. That yeah. overhead yeah. shot of Kylo and the stormtroopers is on Crate. So that's that's why I'm I'm I believe that that is Kylo Ren's command shuttle that we saw in the first film that landed on uh, Jakku, and I, I fully believe that. Um, He's part of the, he's part of the ground battle. There's something else going on there while, you know, the speeders and the, and the gorilla walkers and the ATATs are all battling each other. And do you and, think, uh, this ahead. ship gets destroyed and he moves on to the next ship or he just uses both for two different purposes? Two different purposes. I believe the tie silencer is for when they are taking on the resistance after they're fleeing Dakar. So okay. Dakar is like the original it, – not the original, but it's the base that they're set up in the last film. That's where their base was in the last film. And so they – we actually see that I believe at the beginning of the movie. It's kind of like where it picks up is like them fleeing Dakar. And so they're actually going to Crate. And Crate was like an old uh, rebellion outpost. And Leia knows about it. Admiral Holdo knows about it. And what's really cool about Crate is like it was also – it's got the salt – but it's also I've heard that there's like diamonds and you actually see like a lot of the crystals on this planet. It's also displayed with the crystal foxes that we see. I was going to say even the foxes have the damn crystals. Yes. But we've heard the rumors like they they can't stop these gorilla walkers. Like they're trying to use the cables. They can't stop them. The gorilla walkers somehow are getting uh, past those fucking cables. We talked about this months ago, the rumor that there are these gigantic crystals and diamonds on the planet, they figure out a way to lift them up with their ships and drop them on the gorilla walkers and just fuck them up that way. These heavy, powerful diamonds. So that's, that's basically how they're going to be able to defeat these gorilla walkers. They're going to be dropping these huge diamonds on these gorilla walkers and, and knocking them off balance and knocking them down. That's going to be really visually stunning. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, that's all rumor, of course. I, I think we will see that though in the film, but we saw, we see the Millennium Falcon flying through the caves of crate. We see some crystals in there as well. That means if the Millennium Falcon is on crate, this probably happens in the third act. This might be where Ray gets taken by Snoke because Ray's on crate, right? I mean, yeah, if the yeah, Millennium yeah. Falcon is flying through the caves of Crate, she's off Oct too, guys. She's not there anymore. Training's over. Okay, Luke's training went real fucking fast on Dagobah, and so here we are. If there was training, 
Well, it it looks like yeah, it looks like there's some displays of the force. Um and it looks like there might be some lightsaber training. We don't know. He's far off on the distance. For all we know, he's just fucking watching her. We don't know. And anyway, we'll get to the, all that stuff. But, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, see, that's the spoiler for me, Dan, is the fact that we fucking learned that Ray makes her way to crate. Like, yeah. Okay, and everybody's there. Kylo's there. I mean, everybody's there. For all we know, Snoke actually got off the Mega Destroyer, and he's there. I can't believe he'd make himself that vulnerable, though. So I think maybe yeah. they get her on crate and then take her back to the Mega Destroyer. The whole thing's really shaping up to be the Empire Strikes Back analog with all this information, honestly, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Leia's, <laughs> Leia's ditching off before – or not Leia, but Rey is ditching off Octu before she's really figured it anything out it seems like i mean a few things yeah and showing up and meeting up with everyone else on well, cloud city i'm sure she i mean uh <laughs> she makes it she takes she makes a trip to the library so i'm sure she learns a few things so oh yeah definitely and the library is the force cave right that's the force tree the for yeah yeah i'm just making the empire comparison still yeah the force cave yeah <laughs> uh we get a shot of kylo ren picking up a lightsaber off the ground and it's it's got to be in snoke's throne room because you see the legs of the praetorian guards in the distance then we get a shot of um ray holding luke's lightsaber and breathing heavily she looks really nervous um the trailer then moves to octu where uh excuse me it's pronounced octo i've always been saying octu it's pronounced octo Octo, that's going to be hard to learn real quick, but yeah. I'll, I'll try. It's Octo. We get an overhead shot of the island, and then Ray handing the lightsaber back to Luke, him taking it with his mechanical hand, and her voiceover saying, something inside me has always been there, but now it's awake and I need help. So we we talked last week, Jake, uh, well, just a few days ago, about how, you know, wh- like, why is Ray there? There was that book that we talked about, the Star Wars, absolutely everything you need to know. And there were eight pages dedicated to The Last Jedi. And there was the reveal in the pages that Ray isn't on Octo to train with Luke. She's trying to recruit him for the resistance effort. And the more I think about this, Jake, the more it makes sense to me. We know Ray knows the story of Luke. We found that out in The Force Awakens. She knows the legends of Luke Skywalker. Like, this guy, he's the fucking man. He took down the Death Star, you know? He's the one who who, who uh, brought his father back from the dark side. And and his father then destroyed, you know, the Emperor. Like, the, his story is legend. Like, why would you not want that guy to help? Like, that's the guy you need, right? I mean, I think she knows that she's powerful, but I don't think that she thinks that she's the savior. She's got to be going to him because she believes that he's the savior. He's the one that's going to be able to save the galaxy and do it again. And I, Luke's just not there mentally. Um, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I, yeah. And so, I don't know. I She does want more than just him to come back, though. I mean... Especially with the dialogue she delivers just in the trailer. I mean, with the something inside me has always been there. Is she talking to Luke? Is she talking to Luke? Because it (laughs) syncs up perfectly. It, 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 Jake, it syncs up absolutely perfectly. If you take what she says at the end and you take this, the, I mean, 
she says something inside me has always been there, but now it's awake and I need help. At the end of the trailer, she says, I need someone to show me my place in all this. You take them both and you combine them. Yeah, I agree. And then that scene could be happening with someone other than both Luke and Kylo. I th- yeah, Snoke. I don't Snoke. know if it's Snoke. You think it's Snoke? I reckon that at the end of all of this, that Ray is going to turn to the dark side, and Kylo is going to. He, he might even join her, but he might go back to the Resistance. I think there's going to be a huge flip flop at the end of this. We, I, this has been a theory we've talked about too, Jake. We've talked, we've brought this one up too. I mean, is it, is that what we're getting here? I honestly feel like, and I'm skipping right to the end, but we're going to go back to all the other stuff. But you know, we don't have to do everything in order. I honestly feel like at the end that I think, I think this is all taking place in a Force vision. Mm, When you look at Kylo, go ahead. I don't even think they're. I don't even think it's the same shot. Like it, with all the embers and everything. That's going what around. I was gonna say. Exactly. There's the embers off of Kylo. There is the orange glow on Ray's face, but I feel like I think I think she might be in the. She, for all we know, she's she could be in the uh, in the forest tree, and she's getting this vision. She might have picked picked up one of those books and started to get yeah. a vision. So even the Kylo thing could be the moment in empire strikes back where like luke sees vader and does his thing like that could not even be something that kylo even really does the scar looks different the scar looks different than it does in the entire movie it looks like it doesn't it look like it's the fresh scar she gave him yeah 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 it doesn't have the like scotch tape on it or whatever is going on the space tape yeah i mean it looks like the fresh scar i fully believe that this is a vision yeah i think that Mm. i subscribe to that theory too because it's it's the moment where Ray's going to do something really drastic to Kylo or vice versa. And and then she'll wake up, you know, feverish out of that and See, take I off, thought, off the planet. <laughs> I thought the scar looked more faded. Like it was like a lot later on in the movie. So like you were saying like that weird kind of like, what did you call it? Scotch tape. <laughs> yeah. Space <laughs> like tape. The, yeah, the, yeah. The space tape was off and it looked like it had healed more as opposed to it being like that huge, like open wound that he had. At the end of the Force Awakens, you yeah. need to go back and watch it again. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm going to co-sign what Brian's saying. I, re, I really do think it's it's her vision, her dream that happens. This movie, God, it's just this, and this is why like people have said that they're not going to watch the trailer. Which you know, it's fine if you don't want to. You know, is it has it got spoilers? From what Brian is saying, like yes, some of the rumors have been confirmed and stuff like that. But the way that this is put together. There's so many different ways that we can take the dialogue yeah. shots that they use. It's so right. it's so brilliant. It's just reading speculation from the fans, which is exactly what you fucking want it to do. It it's helps so to good. build the hype. I mean, by the time yeah. we, we keep talking about this, trying to figure it out, and we are trying – I mean, the wheels are turning and we don't know the answers. But by the time we get some of these answers in the theater, we're going to be like, oh, my god, that's what it was. Oh, my god. Yeah. It's going to be fun. I don't understand. Spoilers in Star Wars don't really bother me, especially – trailers like you know mm-hmm. trailers don't bother me i think it's ridiculous not to watch a star wars trailer ridiculous for me as a it's, star wars it's fan especially ridiculous not to watch this one i would yeah. say because there's there's uh, me personally i would say there's nothing in it at all that has 
ruined my hype or you know like absolutely spoil a plot point right. as far as i can see you know i'm yeah. maybe i'm not watching it closely enough or reading into it too much i don't know but i just sat there i enjoyed it i saw all of the like the clever editing and the way that they've misdirected the audience and things like that and then i'm pretty sure that some of the stuff that it kind of leads you to believe will actually end up being true so it's like this crazy double bluff you know we don't know yeah yeah it adds so much to the conversation it's to me it's just part of the overall experience like skipping this trailer is skipping the overall experience of the pop culture phenomenon yes. that is Star Wars: yes. The Last Jedi. You nailed it. Yeah. You nailed it right there, Jake. Yeah, you're you're yeah. missing out on you're missing out on a, a part of of Star Wars history here. Yeah, okay. I'm trying to I mean, say as well about this, this, just this trailer, man. It's it, the actual cinematography of the shots that were used. A lot of it, it it doesn't look like a traditionally filmed Star Wars movie. Did you guys pick up on that at all? Like, a lot of the shots that were used, I hadn't really seen... It, it didn't kind of link into the, you know, the way like, yeah. that J.J. sort of, you know, made The Force Awakens and stuff like that. Can it I was, touch on that a little bit, Dan? That's a yeah, great yeah, point. That's a great point. And I feel a lot of it has to do with, like, this this theme, this color theme that we're seeing throughout the trailer and the planets, this red theme. I We, we yeah. first saw it on the Star Wars The Last Jedi poster where you know star wars the logo instead of it being yellow was red and now we're seeing you know like the planet of crate is red um we're seeing like what else are we seeing you know the praetorian guards praetorian guards are red it has to be his throne room is red i mean i mean we're seeing red streaks on the ground when uh they're in crate that yeah crate uh kylo ren's lightsaber is red does that mean – is there a hidden meaning here? Like the first movie was about Ray's story. Do you think that this movie could be about Kylo? This is more about Kylo? Because I, I, I mean I believe 100 percent we're going to get a Kylo Ren redemption. I, I I believe it. I've thought it for a long time now and I feel like – you know, and we've mentioned it on the show, Jake. Me and you have been big time um, like uh, uh, contributors, like proponents to, to – a, a Kylo Ren redemption story. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, and we're talking about the whole thing at the end being Ray's vision. But another possibility I could see is Kylo talking to Leia right there and holding his hand out to Leia. Honestly, with the fire and the embers behind. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't they, know. I'm not. I thought now. it also might have been him holding out his hand to Luke after he destroys the Jedi Academy and everything as well. That could be something like that. That's interesting too. I, I think that I think it I think it's the connection between Kylo and Ray. They've got this connection and I think they're both I think the force visions have linked up. Somehow I think these force visions have somehow crossed paths. That's but I don't know. I'm super excited to see how you know, like the Star Wars mythology will evolve. So now obviously we've got the force trees and things like that. And all this talk of, you know, like force visions and, and like destinies and force visions, like linking up and things like that. It's all like completely like new ground that we've never seen before. So that's, that's something I'm really looking forward to, to see if they actually expand like the mythology of the force even more than what it is at the moment. I mean, they've done it in rebels. I don't see why they can't do it in the films. Like in the, in rebels, we've been introduced to the Bendu, a force user, a gray force user. He's not light. He's not dark. He's gray. We've, you know, yeah. and so, you know, and, and, and Ahsoka, she's a basically, I don't, we can't, I guess we can't use the term. She's, a, I guess she's a gray force user as well. 
You know, yeah, she's a great Jedi for yeah. definite because she doesn't follow the council's rules, so that yeah. makes her a great Jedi. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, I I don't I don't believe that we're going to see Bendu in this film, but they might introduce Gray Jedi or something like that. I think that um, that might be the road that they're going down. So we'll we'll find I out. Th- I think that Luke will ultimately be a great Jedi from what we heard in the teaser trailer about how that everyone got it wrong and that, you know, the Jedi know more and all that sort of stuff. I honestly think that he has like been, he's been, uh, you know, a hermit for long enough and he's been meditating and reading the books long enough and understanding the force even further that he will have made a decision that it's not light and dark. It's, it's, it's just what is. Yeah. And because that is the side of star Wars that I've, I fell in love with when I was a kid. And it's the, the side of it that I follow more than anything else. Like all my friends know all the names of the ships and all of like the, you know, minor alien characters and stuff like that. That's not the thing that I've always been interested in. I've always been interested in what's going on behind like the mythology of the force. And when I first found out about gray Jedi, I was like, they have to fucking do this in the movies because right. they are the most interesting characters so if luke ends up being a great jedi i will i'll probably stand up in my chair and shout fuck me or something like that it's gonna, it's gonna, so i don't even know so, i don't know how i'm gonna react dan dan what so disinterested though when he gets to like when he gets the lightsaber from ray and kind of his facial expressions there he seems so disinterested I, we never see him yeah. with the lightsaber I never th- see him doing anything with the force. I think it's I think it's Ray that's going to be kind of like curious about this, Dan. I mm-hmm. I, I think it's Ray at the end. So she's learned about the light side of the force from Luke, and it feels like you know if she's if she's reading like if it's the book of the wills that she's reading. I, I don't know if they're going to call it the journal of the wills or whatever the fuck in this. If they're going to bring that into canon. But if, if, if these are the Journal of the Wills and it, and it starts to talk about the Grey Jedi and it starts to talk about, you know, the Grey side of the Force or whatever, and the balance is actually, you know, it's not about, it's not about, you know, the light side bringing balance to the Force. It's actually about there's an actual balance to the Force. It's right yeah. down the middle. That's yep. the balance. But is Rey going to try to talk to Kylo through what I believe is a vision are we led to believe that now she wants to kind of explore the dark side? Maybe not, not committing to it, but maybe she, she wants to learn about it. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, I don't know. That, I think that that's a really strong possibility. I think because if, if Luke has gone the way that I think he's gone and that he's, he's just done with the Jedi code yeah, and he's more like Qui-Gon, you know, as you guys know, he's my favorite character and, and Qui-Gon was a great Jedi. And even though it was never like specifically said in the movies, yeah, Qui-Gon's a great Jedi. And yeah. he, um, if Luke has gone that way uh, of ignoring like the Jedi code and stuff like that, maybe Ray learns from him that, you know, it's not about good and bad, light and dark. It's about, the balance like you're saying man it's it's about everything kind of being in harmony you know you can't have good without bad and vice versa so maybe she does want to learn from kylo because she's just looking to like expand her knowledge of of the of the force not just of the dark side but just of the force in general okay he she knows that luke can't teach her that so kylo that stuff dan it makes me think that she'd be saying that to snoke though like i liked everything you said there a lot until you said and then she goes to kylo well, she may go to Snoke. That's the thing, dude. Well, they don't know. <laughs> I mean, she may go to Kylo, though. It might be something between her and Kylo, and then Kylo yeah. rejects 
just the dark side. Now Kylo wants to be a gray Jedi. Fuck, if we end up getting two gray Jedi, that'll be amazing. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I, that's what I'm saying. It's because I feel like Kylo is going to, it's going to be revealed to Kylo that I think that, 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 Snoke is kind of like done with him and he's moved on to Rey. She's the raw untapped yeah. power that he wants now. She's the mm-hmm. shiny new toy. And so I feel like he's going to feel like he's disposable. Rey is going to see value in Kylo even after he killed his father, which she witnessed. Yeah. And he's going to suck. And so I feel like coming out of this, we're going to have we I don't know I want to see this but I I'm shipping Raylo. I want it so fucking bad. I really do, man. I want it so fucking bad, guys. I want uh, oh my god, I want Skywalker and I want her to be a Kenobi. I want Skywalker Kenobi babies. I want gray Jedi's. I want it all. I want them to have a little I mean, who, fucking who cares if they're related, right? That works on Game of Thrones. Yeah, true. 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 Uh yeah. lineage has passed by this point, right? Guys, let's let's move into yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's gone down the line a little bit. Let's get into let's get into the forest trees. Let's get back into the trailer. We get a Oh man, that was a big takeaway I had was that fuck, I guess I have to admit that there's gonna be forest trees. <laughs> you have to accept it. What, 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 what is the problem with forest trees? I don't understand this. I think I think I mean I know it was introduced in the comic books and then and then a little bit in uh the Clone Wars. But I don't have a problem with the with the forest trees now. I really don't. I I think if they're explained quite well, I think it p- could be really cool. I, I hope it does have like some kind of like connection to Poe Dameron, um, and 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 the reason why he is such a great pilot, um, and why he is. I wanted like- to, I wanted to never feel like I had to have read a comic book, and then maybe I'll be down with it. Well, I think it, I think that'll all be kind of explained in this. But I think, you know, it's, you know, um, I don't, I, I don't think that they're just gonna kinda gloss over that, Jake. Yeah, I'd oh, rather have force trees than midichlorians. I yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but I see where you're coming from, man, cause that's exactly the, the feeling that I got when, you know, Qui-Gon tried to explain the force through midichlorians, and it's like, what is this shit? It was always like about spirituality and like life force and, you know, essentially like chi and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. Jur- uh, jury's out on force trees for me. Like, I, it could be good, it could be bad, but I'm definitely not like ready to to accept it yet. Yeah, right. let's hope that you change it to a force tree hugger by the end of this movie. We get a shot of her making her way to what looks <laughs> like like these old force tree, this old force tree. Um, and we, I mean, forest trees were, they were, they were, it was a big deal in Shattered Empire, the comic book. It was, uh, Luke Skywalker and Shara Bay, which is Poe Dameron's mother. They, they stole back two of these, like, baby sapling forest trees from Palpatine and Shara Bay plants, she, they, they split them. So Shara Bay takes hers, she plants hers on Yavin 4, where she raises Poe Dameron, and so he's got, like, a little forest tree growing up with him outside. So I don't know if, like, somehow he is force charmed and that's why he's a great pilot, you know, growing up around this. And that's maybe that's why um, he's kind of, like, in the middle of all this shit with these force users. I don't know. But um, Luke, and we don't know what Luke ever did with his sapling. We have no clue. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he, he could have planted it. I don't know if, I don't know if he, it could have been burned down at the Jedi Temple, and that's what I think 
is what happened. I think Kylo burned his down. I really do. Because there's, there is, I've heard from makingstarwars.net that they saw shots of a burning tree, of a burning tree. And I think that Kylo and the Knights of Ren, when they show up to destroy the Jedi temple, also burn down the tree. Wow. That's a dick move. Yeah. Yeah, that is a dick move. <laughs> yeah. John Denver would not be happy. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, I actually have a fucking force tree bumper. That's crazy. I made it for an episode. <laughs> really? I yeah, I'll play it. Yeah. You guys can – hold on. I'll play it real quick. You guys can't hear it, but everybody else can. Plant a tree for your tomorrow. If your tree clears the air, plant a tree. Trees for America. Plant a tree today for all the world to share. Yeah, that's a deep cut from an older episode. People will remember that if they've been listening for a while. You guys don't remember that, do you? Well, we've done the forest tree thing. I, I remember it. I just forget what it sounds like. I yeah, it was uh, it was a forest tree bumper that I made. Fucking. So the forest tree isn't the bookshelf. No, I mean she's actually inside the tree. She's okay. a, yeah, she's in the tree. I mean the bookshelf's made up of the tree. Gotcha. But it possibly could have been burned down. That it Luke's no, no, in no, this no. one or I'm two. The, Luke was not the Jedi. The Jedi Temple that Luke made was not on Octu. Okay. Yeah. So this is the planet maybe where they originated. This is the planet uh, Octo is the planet where they probably originated. Um, the caretakers probably take care of the trees. Um, you know, and then um, and then and and they also take care of the temples. But Luke okay, had one of this these. This is the original Force Tree Farm. Yes, this is not. This is not Luke's Jedi School. I don't. I don't know the planet where he had that man. I don't know what planet what? we're looking at with the Jedi School. In the comics, it was on Yavin Four. That was where he started it. Okay, so both that trees was, were on Yavin Four then. Yeah, because when when I came over to watch, you know, Force Awakens, I said the one planet that I want to see in a, in a Star Wars movie is Yavin Four. And I was so fucking excited <laughs> that we just watched the movie that all of my knowledge just fell out of my head. And what I meant to say was I wanted to see the Jedi Academies, like the stuff that happens after Return of the Jedi. Um, and that's where it starts on Yavin 4. So I wanted to see, like, the Jedi, Luke's Jedi Academy in its heyday. That's what I wanted to see. But maybe that maybe Luke actually takes Rey to the old Jedi Academy and that's where the Force Tree is. Hmm. Yeah, I, we're definitely getting more, more visions of the same stuff we saw in Force Awakens of, yeah. like okay. Luke and the Academy after it gets destroyed by the Knights of Ren and Kylo. Yeah, I think that that's just vision stuff. Hmm. Okay, that's interesting. I was wondering how they incorporated that because, uh, and I'll talk about that later in another scene. Um, with it looks like it's a flashback that she's going to get in a vision. Um, we see. Her lightsaber training, or you know, doing performing moves with the lightsaber, and then we yeah. see her meditating while Luke is watching, and we see 
basically like the ground just split. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and then rocks start to float. Yeah, and well, we what? saw that in like the previous trailer, the floating yeah, rocks. That's right. So yeah, this this Luke is really concerned as well when that fucking ground split. Dude, he looks like, fucking scared. Shit. He looks scared because yeah. Uh, yeah, he looks totally scared. Like I think I, I hope we still get to see like the cool shit that Luke was supposed to do because there was the concept art and I think I think they filmed it. I hope they throw it in there. I think they filmed it. I heard they filmed it with Luke floating on his force rock. I still I oh. want to see Luke doing some bad badass shit and I. I've heard about Luke floating on the Force Rock, and I want to see it. Yeah, I, th- I honestly think that at some point, it might not be in this one, it might be in, in 9, that Luke is going, he's going to have to fight. And when he does fight, it's like what Mark Hamill said, you know, he was never any good at the sword player or anything. Yeah. He just, he's just not that coordinated, so he always wanted to be more of a Force user. Yeah. So to see Luke Skywalker after all these years of all this meditation just fucking going ham and just losing his shit and throwing stuff around just like his dad in Empire would be fucking amazing. That would be so cool. Yeah, it would. That would be awesome. That would be so yeah. cool. I don't know. I subscribe to Luke's not going to do much when it comes to displaying any powers or anything. Don't say that. You're making me sad. I, I, I don't feel think like that falls in line with a lot of uh, Hamill being like really surprised at what direction Ryan Johnson took with his character. I think Dan's talking about episode nine. He's not even talking oh, no, about I, I, yeah. I agree. I, I, yeah, I just um, want to see it. Yeah, you just want to see it. So you agree in episode eight we're probably going to see a no-show Luke? Yeah, probably. Not, I, I want him to do something. I want him to be amazing. There's it, but... no way we get through this trilogy without getting a badass Luke Skywalker doing something. There, there's no, no way. There's zero <laughs> chance. Zero chance. We fucking saw. Oh, I mean, we saw Yoda with a fucking lightsaber. We're gonna get the return of Luke Skywalker and see what he can do. And he always said back in the old interviews that, yeah, he wasn't a big fan of like the, the choreography of the sword. He and always envisioned like Luke being like this great force magician is what he said, I believe. Yeah. And so I think that, I think that that's probably where JJ is going to take him. So, you know, like Ray, she's using the lightsaber and shit like that. I think he's kind of like moved past that. And, you know, he's, you know, maybe more, hopefully he gets more connected with the force because it doesn't look like he's really connected with the force right now. So I don't know, man. It's fucking crazy. It doesn't seem like he wants to be at all. No, he like that fear has led him to Octo. Fear has gotten him there. He's scared. I mean, he's seen the raw power of Kylo Ren. And that's why he left. I mean, it's just like he had to get away. He had to, I think he's looking for answers. I think he's trying to find ways to bring Kylo back because he feels awful because of, um, because of what, like what happened with, um, with, uh, you know, with his sister and, and, and Han now dying because of it. And it's one of those things where, you know, maybe this is a better option. Maybe if, if there is gray Jedi, maybe this is a better option for Kylo Ren. I mean, there's, there's clearly something wrong with him. You know, we know this. He killed his fucking father and he's wearing a mask half the time. He has, uh, these, these anger, anger management problems where he just goes off on these little tangents and pouts and tantrums. And there's, there's, there's definitely an imbalance within him. And so. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, it, seeing it, a Kylo tantrum in this trailer was one of the moments that made me fist bump while I was standing outside. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> hey, like, did I actually come to, come to speak about that bit? Um, did you notice that he he like looks at the helmet and it's the helmet that he smashes against yes. the wall? Yes. And then from that point on, like we don't see him in the mask anymore. No, which I in the first trailer, really that, fucking interesting. In the first trailer, the helmet's destroyed. Is it? Yes. They get a shot. Remember, yeah. remember, it's the it's the shot that matches up with the burnt helmet of Darth Vader. Oh yeah, shit! And, and and so Kylo destroys that helmet in this one. So that's where I believe like the redemption story could be one hundred percent true because it feels like you know like Kylo wears the mask. He's a badass and like. You know, like every time we see him with the mask on, he's just, he's Kylo Ren. He's like, I am Darth Vader. You know, that's kind of like he's channeling, you know, his grandfather's, uh, yeah. persona as Darth Vader. But when he takes off the mask, that's when we see vulnerable Kylo Ren. That's when we see him throw these tantrums. That's when we see him hesitate before he kills his father. That's where we see him in this trailer when he's got his finger on the trigger. To destroy the uh, Mon Calamari ship that his mother is in, and he hesitates and doesn't, and we know he's got his finger on the trigger to destroy the ship that he's that she's in because we see that ship on the screen. We see it yeah. on the screen in his tie silencer. So yeah, he's yeah, like no, tar- no misdirection he's, there. No, no he's misdirection. Tar- he's targeting the cockpit, isn't he? Like yeah. you could see it like zoom in on that particular part. And he's not going to kill her. She's not no. going to die in this movie, no people. Way. He's she's not going to die in this movie, and he's going to go back to Snoke, and Snoke is going to flip the fuck out when he finds oh, out. Oh yeah. And he's so- full on. He's full on emo Ben during this too. During these shots of yeah. the will he won't he like fire on Leia's ship. Like the shots are showing of his face. Like oh my gosh. So what is it? He's what like- is it? After that happens, after he can't kill his mother, the the, the resistance is fleeing to Car. He's got her dead to rights. And he doesn't, so he goes back, Snoke gives him an ass chewing, and then he goes back into that room and just destroys the mask, right? Really? Yeah. I was thinking that he had already destroyed the mask, that's why he was flying with, or I don't know, I guess you wouldn't have it on while you were flying the ship, huh? Uh, you could, yeah, you could, no, Vader did. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good true. point, that's Jake, true. I don't know. That's a good point. I, I assume that he had already destroyed the mask by this point. For whatever yeah. reason. Maybe Snoke gives him an order that he's not a big fan of. Yeah. You yeah. know, maybe it's the jealousy issues over Snoke seemingly caring more about Rey. Mm. I think it's that he just sees that mask and he just, like, his conscience is just killing him. Because uh-huh. we know he does have a conscience, like, in, you know, in The Force Awakens and stuff. So when he looks at that, he just sees him, like, killing his dad and all the fucking god-awful things that he's done. And I reckon that that is, like, one of the main points where he's, like, seriously considering his options about what he's actually going to do next. Yeah. Man, Which you is guys one are... of the reasons why yeah. I think that he might actually, we might get the flip, like, at the end of this. I think that he is going to join the Resistance and then Ray may be going over to the dark side. <sighs> It's a possibility, man. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna count that out, Dan. I really am not. <laughs> I mean, that's. It, it makes sense because you've got. Oh man, it's kind of like. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm no. I'm done with theories right now. But that that could happen. Yeah, that could happen. It's like it's like six of one, half a dozen of the other. It's yeah. like it could go either way. Well, Jake was talking earlier about how she might be related to the emperor. 
Okay. Yeah. So somebody from the emperor going evil and I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of those, I don't know. the emperor stuff. There's like, there's not tons of backing, but the backing there is, is, is really kind of spooky. Like all the lightsaber comparisons and all that and the facial expressions and all that kind of stuff. It is like that stuff does seem like they would do it deliberately, like film it that way. Yeah. Like there has to be something going on there. It feels like. Yeah. It's well, a, yeah. it's a really crazy theory. It's one that I've never been able to completely throw away. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I, oh, it's, I, it's, <laughs> fuck you. It's not, she, she starts with that. She starts with that lightsaber lunge, just like Palpatine does every yeah. time when she does the lightsaber. Yeah. She does that overhand thrust with that face, just like fucking yeah. Palpatine does against like Windu. Yeah, the choreography between Ray and Palpatine is there's bits of it which are literally identical, and there's actually shots which are identical as well. So when the, when they're doing the Mace Windu Palpatine fight, like you were saying, Jake, like where she like comes, I think it's where she like has the lightsaber up in the air and like comes down with it. Yes. Like the angle and the expression and fucking everything is exactly the damn same. And that wasn't something that I picked up when I watched The Force Awakens, but then when I watched you know like probably the same youtube video that you did i was like oh shit <laughs> wow it just yeah, i've, ne- I've never been able to it. shake that no me neither man me neither it's definitely more convincing than the um the <laughs> snoke is jar jar binks rumor so yes yes yeah so i'm really how are little really girls happen into that how are little girls gonna react when ray goes bad you know <laughs> Probably the same way that little girl did when she was supposed to fight Darth Vader on stage and she ended up fucking taking the knee to him. Did you see that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> They'll probably think she's even more fucking cool, just like Harley Quinn is so popular. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, but, man. I mean, this is, this is crazy, man. And like we were saying earlier, this is one of the reasons why if you're umming and ahhing about watching the trailer – just if you know if you've got your heart set on not watching it obviously don't watch it but if you don't know which way to go then i would say just fucking watch it because you're going to miss out on all of this speculation all this fun that dan, we're having and dan, everyone's having dan if people are if people haven't watched the trailer they're not listening to this podcast <laughs> yeah this true. is a very meaningless podcast <laughs> it's true um <laughs> guys, oh my god I'm goosebumps like three times just like talking about this shit and it, oh i yeah. cannot wait movie now so we get the dialogue where luke says i've seen this raw strength only once before it didn't scare me enough then it does now and as he's saying this we get shots of luke's jedi school burning to the ground and then a hand pops up from the wood and the fire it's luke's mechanical hand so kylo destroyed the temple with the knights of ren killed the students and then he left his uncle luke skywalker to die in the rubble and that's then we see the shot of Luke and R two before Luke leaves. Uh, Luke leaves uh, Octo. Guys, I, I I don't know about you, but I always kind of assumed that Luke was not there when the temple was destroyed. Now we're finding out that Luke was actually at this Jedi school that he set up and um, left to die. Yeah, I mean, that makes it even more fucking brutal. And I'm assuming that that's why his hand isn't covered anymore, because it got burnt off in the fire. Do you think they thought Luke would die? Do you think they did think they were leave- he was dead already or leaving him to die? Or do you think he was purposely allowed to stay alive? 
I think that they they thought he was going to die. I mean, it looks like it looks like that structure fell down on top of him. Yeah, agreed. And maybe he's just using the force enough to keep it off of him. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Man, you got to check for a pulse in these kind of situations. <laughs> got to find that body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this isn't this is on Kylo. Yeah, this is not as bad as like Glenn from The Walking Dead going underneath the dumpster. You know, this is. Oh, I'm not, I'm not making. I'm not making. I'm not saying that there's a plot hole here. I mean, it's classic. Yeah, classic bad guy arrogance. Yeah. So then we get a shot. Uh, yeah, we, uh, we Luke. Um, it looks like he's scared to train Ray because the next bit of dialogue is from Kylo Ren himself, where he says. Uh, Oh, that's not because of that. Hold on. Yeah. Luke is scared to train Ray is what it sounds like. Yeah, that's my point. It sounds like Luke is actually just like terrified to train her after what we've seen here at the temple and the death of the students and the fall of Kylo Ren to the dark side. So yeah. Yes. Most definitely, man. Like like we were saying earlier, everything that he's been taught before, it didn't work with Ben at all. Yeah. So in fact, it couldn't have gone fucking worse than how it went. So he's definitely like apprehensive about training anyone else, which is what I thought was interesting about what you guys said like on the weekend about Ray going to try and recruit Luke as opposed to her going to him to get trained because from the looks of things, he doesn't want to have anything to do with training anybody ever again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. Yeah. I really do think... I think Brian, you are onto something where it just the whole point there is just to get him to come back. Like Ray, Ray may ask for the training, but I don't think Luke's given it. So, and I think she just it's just okay. You won't give it to me, so I'll figure something else out. Yeah, I think that he might um, like maybe she might talk him into it, and then when he realizes how powerful she is, like we were saying, with like the crack in the rock and all that sort of stuff, I think that might be a point where he decides. That that's that's an end of it. He's not going to train her anymore because he knows what happened last time. Hmm, that's interesting. That he goes a certain distance with it, and then is like, okay, I'm not crossing this line any further. Yeah, it's too, it's too dangerous. Like, look what happened with Ben. It's just not worth it's not worth worth it anymore. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, this trailer purposely never really showed us like Luke making any decisions or doing anything much of being no. scared. <laughs> yeah, which is brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, totally unlike Luke in the other movies. Yes. So we get uh, some dialogue from Kylo Ren in the trailer. He says, "Let the past die. Kill it if you have to." Um, I mean, they're, 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 I guess they're wanting you to think that he's because like the dialogue is shown with scenes of him like in what it looks like with him going after Leia. This is like where we get, you know, the tie silencer and stuff like that with the Leia. I I think that he, I don't think he's saying this about his mother. I think he's giving this speech to Ray at one point. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree with that, man. It's uh, it's obviously, I'm going to assume it's going to come much later on in the movie where Ray's maybe talking to him about like, you know, the fact that she was left on, like, Jakku and that she doesn't know who her parents are and, and everything. You know, her life as a junker and all the rest of it. So that sounds like what that, in my head, that's what it sounded like it was referring to. That he was giving her this advice to just move on with everything and just forget about what's happened and just carry on as a person that you are. And I don't know if it's happening in a force vision 
I don't know. I don't know where. This, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm fucked up, man. I don't know. I don't know where this dialogue is taking place. I don't know. Where, I, I don't know if they're in the same room together. I mean, it's, dude, I have no clue. Anytime I hear voiceover, I don't know if Snoke's talking in somebody's head. I don't know. I know. <laughs> Did this trailer absolutely just blow your fucking mind? Yeah. Like the more you watched it as well, the worse it got. As in, just got the the thoughts got more and more confusing. You're like, but what if he's talking to her or him or like you're saying, like, is this even real? Is it a false vision? Is this yeah. in the past? We don't we don't fucking know. Yeah. It's so good. We get a uh, we get the shot of Chewbacca yelling, followed by uh, the porg yelling. Um, <laughs> I, I, I cheered for that. <laughs> and uh that's i also after i after that i i heard uh every child on earth yelling for their parents to buy tickets uh you know what i mean it's just, <laughs> oh my god i gotta see this now so uh we get captain phasma in action so we get some finn versus phasma action it's on uh it, it's on snoke's mega destroyer which looks you like skip, you skipped our only shot of poe uh right. yeah I, I we got we got some poe there yeah go ahead and talk about it jake uh, he, he got the real quick line, the, the we are the spark that'll light the fire. And we see a bunch of Poe kicking ass in his fighter and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's really the only brief moment of Poe we see in the entire trailer right here in between the uh, Porg and the uh, Phasma stuff. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just some things just didn't make my notes. I apologize. Uh, no, no, I wasn't. I wasn't assigning blame. We just can't skip over Poe. Uh, let's see here. So, yeah, we get uh, Finn versus Phasma and it's taking place on what looks like. Snoke's Mega Destroyer, and in the background, it looks like the Mega Destroyer is taking a bunch of damage. So Poe and Rose have they, – they, they definitely – we don't see any Rose. And let me just point that out. We don't get any Rose. We don't get any nope. DJ. We don't get any uh, Admiral Holdo. We don't get any Maz Kanata. I mean there's a lot of things that we don't get in this trailer. But, um, we, hell, we don't get any Canto bite scenes at all. But, um, so anyway, we, uh, we, we see, po, uh, excuse me, Finn, and he's wearing some kind of like imperial, um, you know, outfit. Lucky uniform, yeah. Yeah, a high ranking imperial, um, uniform. And, and, uh, we see him there. So him and Rose have somehow gotten onto Snoke's Mega Destroyer. That maybe you know that it's probably that hacker relationship with DJ. So DJ's gotten him there somehow, giving him a code to get on there somehow. I don't know. Uh, somehow he, they've gotten on Snoke's Mega Destroyer, and they've planted a bomb there. It blows up. I, I'm sure that they were hoping that it would blow up the whole damn thing, and it doesn't look like it's going to. Um, and uh, we see like the fight between Phasma and like Finn's got that. Um, um that uh it's the vibro blade that yeah the the riot guard uh what's it called a vibro blade oh vibro blade yeah he's got the vibro blade that sounds like a sex toy it does yeah, yeah a little bit a little bit yeah <laughs> yeah it's the only conventional weapon that can actually like clash with a lightsaber yeah and then she's got her she's got her spear now like her little spear sword oh. thing and she's fighting him yeah. with that and um we hear fear, uh, Finn scream, come on, and then he uses that weapon, and we get probably one of my favorite shots, that close-up shot of Phasma's helmet. It's it's amazing. Finn's reflection on it. It's Isn't that just 
fucking gorgeous. Yeah, it's that shot. It's amazing. It's gorgeous. It I is mean, gorgeous. It's it's starting. Hopefully, this movie can justify all the phasma stuff I bought from the last movie. I hope so. <laughs> I think I think she's. Uh, a lot of other people think that she's gonna she's gonna bite the dust in this one. I think she's gonna die. Mm. Well, that's doing something more than last movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, she, we, we're gonna get to see her fight. I mean, that was like one of the yeah. main problems with the the last movie. Is she she really did nothing. She just like let the you know she just lowered the the shields. And I think in the comic books, from what I'm hearing um, from people that have read them, is that she pass the blame onto that onto somebody else so well you would wouldn't you yeah, yeah definitely <laughs> so we hear luke say this is not going to go the way you think um i think he's talking to kylo this is a this looks like a flashback to the night when the jedi temple was burned down he is laying down he, he he's wet it, it's raining and if yeah. you remember the Knights of Ren in the vision from The Force Awakens, they're standing in the rain. And I, I think that he's talking to Kylo, saying this is not going to go the way you think. And he's he's talking about everything that Kylo's chosen to do, the dark side. I, I, I honestly took this for as, as talk to Rey. No. And then this was just more like of the, uh, I'm not going to, it's more of, not going to go you way the way you think. I'm not going to teach you anything. There's not going to be any training. There's not going to be any. You so know. you're trying to compare. You're trying to throw it into those scenes where she's diving into the water. Yeah, yeah. Very well, could be. I, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm, 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 I'm thinking it's. Uh, I have to look at his outfit, like what he's wearing too. I have to look at what he's wearing, but um, I, th- I, was, I think that was the most intriguing shot of the whole trailer for me. Seeing Luke on his back in the rain saying those words. And I mean, I, I'm exactly the same as both of you. In fact, I didn't know who the hell he was talking to. I thought it could be Kylo or it could be Ray. But that was, yeah, so it's a st- strong line in a really yeah. kind of compromised position. And you're not used to seeing Luke like that, especially in, you know, in these films yeah. and stuff. You know, he's, he's not normally doing anything apart from sort of meditating. So, yeah, what the hell has gone on there? I just thought it was like right before like whatever structure, you know, like topples is on top of him. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, so. Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely, I, I'm not 100% it's Ray by any means. It's a very interesting theory. But yeah, at first, you know, it, I never thought about it being Kylo. That's really crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's it looks like it's raining um, and... You know, he's wet, and we remember the shots of the Knights of Ren, and the night that the Jedi Temple was burned down, and, I mean, they're standing in the rain. We get the flashes of lightning, and it, I think that those two scenes look very, very similar. So I, I don't know. We'll find out. He could very well be talking to Rey when she's doing her diving. Um, you know, we, we do get the, the shot of her diving for something underwater and coming out of the water. We see the, you know, like, looks like a creature's bones under the water on the right-hand side. And, and that's probably that sea monster that we've seen concept art of. There's not just one. There's multiple. Because if you look at, like, there's a children's book and they show multiple of these sea monsters, like, 
on the walls of the of the island, the rock walls. So I don't know if that has anything. I don't know if they have anything to do with it. It, you know, like there was a rumor that it was part of her training to defeat the sea monster. And like, that seems silly to me. I feel, I, I don't know if she's going down there to retrieve something, um, for Luke because we saw some shots of the marketing where Luke's X-wing is under the water. So mm. he, she might be going down to his X-wing to, to get something. Um, so I don't, I don't know, but, um, it's, uh, it's interesting. Um, for all we know that the sea monsters are just kind of like there, they're just part of Octo and we're just, they're not going to do much. They might startle her for, you know, for all we know. Um, we'll see. We get the shots of those crystal foxes running away from something on crate. Uh, we see, we get a shot of a concerned Leia. Uh, we see a shot of Finn taken as a prisoner so this is i think this is after the explosion on on the base on uh the mega destroyer yeah do you think that that is like on a different ship or different kind of like a base or something because it doesn't seem like there's any kind of commotional like rubble or anything going it's on huge. In the background. that ship is huge oh yeah i know i know so I think like it's just like you know they thought they were you know they they blew they they fucked up that one part of the ship and it's just like you know they they just they're taking them off to another part of the ship this thing's huge it's like the <laughs> size of like probably like you know 20 football fields or whatever so yeah, yeah maybe they just have to abandon a section of it mm. here's the theory that maybe Rose and Finn oh I'm on a second yeah maybe Rose and Finn get captured on purpose and the sort of like whole hacking side of DJ is how they get out to put the bomb. And that would be like before the explosion. So he's actually being taken to a cell or something. And then maybe they get hacked out of their, like their restraints and their confines. And then they can go and do their mission. That's I think very well could be. Ha- yeah. That, that, it's plausible. I think you're onto something, Dan. Cause I didn't think we were seeing things sequential in this trailer. I thought by the time we're seeing like Finn as the resistance soldier, I felt like that took place before the uh, Phasma stuff that we saw earlier in the trailer. Yeah. It could be. I I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I just thought, like, maybe after the battle with Phasma, you know, he gets captured. uh, Yeah, he could be. We could both. Oh, my God. Because it almost looks like that same set exploding. The, The shot where we see, like, the First Order, like, the biggest grouping of the First Order troopers looks like the same set that's blowing up all over the place when he's fighting Phasma. Yeah, you mean the one that Kylo's looking at? Is that what you mean? No, he's yeah, talking right, about there's there's no, another right shot. After we see Finn. Yeah, there's, there's another a shot. shot of like the first order grouped up together. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I was thinking that they might because the very first shot it looks like Kylo's looking at some sort of like assembly line or like where they're all grouped up or something like that. So I yeah. figured that if Finn and Rose are on a mission to try and take out the Mega Destroyer or at least take out as much of their reinforcements as they possibly could, then that would be the place that they were going to do it. Okay. So, yeah, I could see that too. It is crazy they didn't even show like Rose ever. No, we got no Rose. I not none of the new characters. DJ or yeah. you know, Admiral Holdo. Uh you know, we got no Maz Kanata, no um I mean there's a lot of stuff that we didn't get. Um so then we hear the Snoke voiceover, Fulfill your destiny. So is is he talking to Ray or is he talking to Kylo here? I reckon he's talking to Ray, and 
that was also where we got like to see the, like full Snoke as well, wasn't it? Not the hologram or anything. That's like the shot. He's holding out his hand and his face is kind of half covered. Yeah, this is full on Snoke. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> he looks scabby as all hell, that guy. <laughs> we... Which is good special effects, but yeah, that was, I did not expect to see that either. Yeah. And then, Oh my god! Yeah, I think he's talking to Ray, and I, again, I think this is like a a flip flop. Or he could be saying that to Kylo when he's, you know, like gunning for Leia. How many times does he have to say that to Kylo, though? Jeez, man, you know, <laughs> he's just trying to wind Kylo it would get it. Yeah, he's trying to wind it into him to make him do what he says. Kylo's like, yeah, I, yeah, Destiny. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. And he goes and slams some fucking shit around. Right. We talked about that in the last that movie. I killed time. my dad. It's part of the destiny. What, 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 hey, what else do I have to do in your grand scheme of my destiny? Huh? <laughs> what else you got lined up for me? Right. <laughs> I guess kill Leia is probably what he yeah. said next. Yeah, what, what else can I check off the fucking list, Snoke? <laughs> Demanding fuck. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, um... um so yeah, uh, then we get the, uh, shot of Ray being, like, he, she's being held by, in the air, suspended, you know? Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah. it's probably Snoke. I, I'm guessing it's Snoke digging through her mind, um, mm. you know, forcing her, restraining her. Um, you can see Snoke in the shot, but you're, there still is question as to if someone else, I guess, is off to the side doing this. Uh, it's got, it's gotta be Snoke. It's gotta be Snoke. And he's in the shot. Yeah. Yeah. That was a horrible shot as well, man. Like, it, like Daisy Ridley's acting in that bit is, it, it's really, really good. Cause I just, like, you watch it and you just sort of kind of like look away slightly and grimace a little bit. Cause it looks, whatever the hell is happening, it's fucking painful. I, I'm with you, Dan. I don't, I don't respond well to torture in movies and television a lot of times. And it, this made me wince a bit too. Yeah. Good. I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> Oh, I, 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 I got a kick out of this. This site. Yeah. <laughs> you were slapping your knees. Right. I was just like, oh man, I can't wait for, uh, force restrained Ray figures. I, <laughs> fuck these porgs. I, I want, uh, I want tortured Ray. I want my own torture Ray kit where I get to torture her at hey, home. Man. People are all about watching people get tortured in a movie, in the movies. It's an entire franchise. It's called Saw. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. true. Yeah, yeah. But, um, so I'm not. I'm. You know, it's uh, the people are out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because we, you know, we got something. It's also sitting. called the. It's also called Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> now that's just punishing the audience. <laughs> that's the audience members. Yeah, that is saw treatment. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's kind of like where I, where I was going, guys. That's 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 like basically the whole the, the last scene we've kind of already talked about. If you want to follow up on that a little bit more, that's where. We uh, have Ray saying, I need someone to show me my place in all this. And we get the shot of Kylo Ren holding out his hand. Um, I've, you know, I've already kind of come to the conclusion. I, I believe that it's part of a force vision, um, that it's, and these are, you know, Kylo Ren's got the burning embers behind him and, and she's in a completely different area. I think that maybe they're, these force visions are syncing up or something. I don't know. And I feel like they do have a connection. StarWars.com confirms they have a connection. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, anybody can I'm be with right. you. If, if they're really together in this scene and, that, and there's no twist in that, then it's definitely got to be the force vision of it all. Yeah, agreed. So I agree. 
Either that or it's another misdirection, and they're not even in the same room. They're not even talking to each other. Yeah, that's that's very, that's <laughs> yeah. very high up on my list of possibilities. Yeah, too. yeah. I'm kind of hoping that that is a shot that we see with Kylo and Leia. That's what I'm. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, I'm hoping that's what that I was that's thinking. Yeah, I hope that that's the moment that he like that he turns and that it's that you know that it's Leia that you know brings him back to the light side that would be so fucking amazing look at kylo's face in that shot when you watch that trailer for the next shot like the expression he gives before they cut to his hand oh yeah it's like one of like total just like forgiveness kind of like just it's not evil or you know yeah but is it gonna i mean it very well could be a mother's love that brings him back i mean you know star wars has always been kind of like about family and so it could be it could be a mother's love but like i i don't know like i feel like luke is on octo for a reason and you know i don't know maybe ray helps kylo i don't know with i man i don't know i don't know maybe they all just turn evil and that's the end of the fucking <laughs> franchise i don't know it's chewy and the porgs versus uh, all of them it, it, <laughs> the, the ending is just like fucking uh you know snoke wins and then we're just we're just like what the fuck <laughs> and then episode nine comes out and that is the crawl it just said snoke snoke one snoke one <laughs> hope you enjoyed your 30 dollar ticket your popcorn and your trading card asshole <laughs> We go from the longest Star Wars movie ever to the shortest Star Wars movie ever. John Williams. Don't watch the trailer because you will see the entire movie. Oh my god. I can't believe they got John Williams to record. Oh no, they got him to record. That's that's funny. That's the end of the that's oh. the end of the franchise. Yeah, I don't know, guys. I love the trailer. I love talking about it. That's that's all I got. Do you guys have any final closing statements? Uh, yeah, I just this trailer definitely ramped it up for me, as they always seem to do with these trailer number two. That always seems to be the one that really gets me like feverish and sweaty. And this one did that trick yet again. I'm I'm pumped. Yeah, ditto, man. I like I said, had it on repeat this morning. I've watched it. I've probably watched it about fifteen times today, and it is it, Star Wars, man. It's just you can't beat the hype of a Star Wars movie. And doing things like this, and like talking to the army and stuff as well, and the Facebook page, it it just it makes you even more excited about what is to come. It's it's insane. I cannot wait for this film. Yeah. I really can't. We're like. 60 some days away from this so i'm i'm i can't wait i'm ready i am so fucking ready for this yeah oh man yeah god i can't wait all right yeah that is uh yeah we spent uh an hour and 20 minutes talking about a two and a half minute trailer but i don't give a shit so hey and you know what i feel great about this because like this would have been like the majority of our actual episode on the next show and I'm sure some people didn't want to hear these spoilers, so we can just have a regular show. But um, I, I'm glad we got this knocked out early. Yeah, I'll try not to ruin that this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep a lid in it, Jake. I'll, I'll try not to talk about things I saw in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, oh yeah, my God. God. Don't spoil the trailer. Fucking spoiler pussies. 
right. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Later. Did you have something? Bye. Did you have something, Dan? I was just going to say, can you believe it's nearly been two years since The Force Awakens came out? Oh, I know. It's crazy. At least we don't have to wait three like we used to back in the day. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Yay, Star Wars. All right, guys. May the Force be with you. Yep, you too.